Welcome to Wisdom and Wonder, discussing the things you wonder about with curiosity and an open mind. I'm your host, Ann Jan, and today I'm joined by our producer, Caden Smith. Hey, guys. This week, we're jumping into a controversial topic of student, student senate's denial of a pro-life club forming here on Redeemer's campus. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, last Tuesday, student senate rejected a proposal for a pro-life club to form. So today, we're going to be interviewing guests from both sides of the issue. Uh, we'll hear from Alexa and Seb, on the, who were on the Student Senate and uh, had a vote in, in making this decision. And we'll hear from Zoe and Judith, who were the leaders of this proposed pro-life club. Let's jump right in. Uh, if you could just like introduce yourself and yeah. say like what your role in the Senate is. Yeah. Um, well, I'm Alexa DeVries. I'm a fourth year honors major in social work. Um, on Senate, I'm the vice president of student affairs. So basically, students come to me with concerns, and I do my best to, to deal with them the best I can, um, working with administration. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, so like, in terms of a student affair, like, what would be uh, an example of something that you would do, like, uh, like, in your role, like, as opposed to someone else's role? Like, so student affairs, it kind of seems like a general term. Like, yeah. what kind of, like, what would you cover, essentially? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's mostly just student complaints that are filed. So if... What's an example that I've had so far? Um, I got an email about how um, the dining hall was closed for a certain amount of time, and that was inconvenient for commuters. Um, mm, okay. So we just kind of dealt with that, things like that, just working, like forwarding them either to the right people to deal with them or, yeah, just talking about them in Senate meetings, seeing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so kind of like any concerns that students are having, like they can come to you kind of thing. Yes, and then I... Bring the, either bring them off to the right people or find solutions. Okay. All right. So I guess if we want to just, like, jump right into mm -hmm. why we're here today. Yeah. So um, on Tuesday night, Senate decided against allowing mm -hmm. a pro-life club to form here on yeah. campus. And so, yeah. yeah, I guess this whole interview is just kind of to, like, talk about why. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like, what, what's, what was the rationale on that and mm -hmm. kind of, like, get into basically the why of that issue. So my first question is a little bit more on a personal level. Mm -hmm. And um, I obviously don't want to like in this interview, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm trying to remain neutral. I'm not yeah. I'm not gonna like, to me, to have this discussion, I just kind of wanted to like create a base baseline yeah. of where we're at. I don't mm -hmm. I don't want to like come across as judgmental or like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Um, so I, I am trying to like, really mm -hmm. respect like everyone has different views on this subject yeah. as what I'm yeah. trying to say. Mm -hmm. And um, it's complex and there's lots yes. of yeah. lots of layers. So I'm not, mm -hmm. yeah, I just wanted to like say that uh, yeah. before we sort of yeah, get dive sense. in. <laughs> I guess my first question was more in line of like, did you cast your vote in favor or against the motion? Mm -hmm. So like, were you for this or were you against it? Yeah, um, so I voted uh, against the pro-life club. Um, there were actually only three senators who abstained from voting, which was Sebastian and Adelia, um, and then one other senator and the rest of us denied the motion. Okay. Yeah. So there was a f three abstainers and the rest un uh, unanimously. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like sort of from, from creating a baseline of mm -hmm. talking about the issue of abortion. This is a personal question, but I think it relates to this, this topic because, yeah, uh, because we are talking about this and the, because the club was denied, I'm curious mm -hmm. about the your stance on abortion. Yeah. So no, that makes sense. Um, do you consider it morally wrong to have an abortion or? 
Yeah, um, I consider myself to be pro-life. Okay. Pretty straightforward. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you voted against the pro-life club even though you were pro-life. Like, do you feel like there was a conflict there at all? Yeah, it definitely took, like, this wasn't something that Senate decided over just one conversation. It's something that we had many, many conversations about. Um, and I still do believe, though, that the the vote that I casted did still align with um, my personal beliefs. Because the issue of having a club is so much more complicated than that. Like, it's not like, um, like voting for a club and voting for pro-life are two, two different things. Um, and I'm sure we'll get into more why, like, we yeah. um, denied it. But, yeah, it's, it's a... Is a complicated issue for sure. So you you didn't feel like there was any like sort of disharmony within yourself about voting against the pro-life club, but also being pro-life yourself is what you're yeah. saying. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. And then guess generally, would you support the pro-life movement or yeah, like in a general sort of sense? Yeah, it's, it's hard to say because like, uh, just to be clear before I say this part, um, my personal views obviously do not completely reflect the views of Senate. Um, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Just put that out there. Um, I do think that when handled correctly with Christian grace and love, um, the pro-life movement can be so, so powerful um, and God can definitely work through it. But the issue comes within like, I can't say that I generally lend my support to the pro-life movement um, just because movements are complicated. And within movements, uh, there are different approaches that people have. And I definitely support like meaningful discussions and education when it's handled in a way that reflects Christ's love um, and comes from a place of love that doesn't come from a place of of hate or like attack it really just depends on intent i guess and how it's right handled yeah yeah, yeah. i think that's a fair assessment too mm -hmm. right like it's not like you are not going to wholesale be like everyone who's in this movement is correct for yeah. sure mm -hmm. um so yeah I, I i really respect that too and i think mm -hmm. like there's lots of different avenues even within the pro-life movement and yeah. different organizations that mm -hmm. some you could be like i really agree with this or i don't agree yeah. so yeah there's yeah. definitely a lot of nuance there mm -hmm. i guess my question the next one kind of like getting into senate's like basically their grounds for not allowing it mm -hmm. um one of them kind of alluded to the university's policy mm -hmm. basically they said because redeemer doesn't have a stance on this we're not we're not really doing anything by not allowing the pro-life club to form, Redeemer itself doesn't have like a pro-life stance. So we're not denying anything that Redeemer already hasn't denied, Yeah, essentially. Although, so although the university policies may not explicitly endorse this, mm -hmm. a pro-life group, do you believe that the spirit of the university indirectly supports such groups? Yeah, um, obviously we are called to stay within the reformed worldview. Yeah. Um, but like the spirit of the university itself um, is dependent not just on Redeemer and that, but the individuals itself within the community. So we don't know everyone's stories. We don't know the matters of their heart. So it's, it's again, it's complicated because, yeah, it's tricky. So like if you were to think about like, cause, you know, at the beginning of your preamble, it's like all of the reason, uh, the why of student senate existence, like glorifying God mm -hmm. and and they must stay in line with like Redeemer's like stance on um, their view of scripture and these mm -hmm. sort of things. Right. Like yeah. um, I think I guess from my perspective, I, I'm curious if you think that the university's policies, maybe they don't explicitly state like every issue mm -hmm. of like the day, um, but might still be in alignment to support a pro-life decision like like because there has been in the past yeah that's the exactly. other thing yeah yeah no i agree that the university does um support this even if it's not explicitly stated but i think what adelia may have been going for um i'm not totally sure so take everything here yeah, that i'm saying sure. with a grain of salt 
Um, but I think what she was trying to say is it's not, we don't necessarily have to approve this club because it's not explicitly stated, but it's also just, yeah, again, it's, there's so many different people within the university who have, um, you know, and this, this issue is so, so intimate and personal mm, yeah, that yeah. it's like, it's, yeah, it's a lot more complicated than just Redeemer's views, I guess. Okay, so like back to the point that there has been in the past mm-hmm. uh, a pro-life group as recently yeah. as 2021. Yeah. Could you shed light on why the student senate appears to have changed its stance on this issue? Yeah, I don't think it's so much that we've changed our stance on the issue, but pro-life clubs have been run really well in the past. I will speak to that. Um, yeah, There's not a whole lot um, of information that we can find um, on how exactly these clubs are run, but I'm sure if we looked into it more, we could find some. Um, even the um, the club, when they came in to present, we asked them these questions, and they weren't totally sure either. But from what we know, it does sound like it was focused less on community outreach and more on like um, education within the Redeemer community, whereas the club that's trying to start now, although they do want to have some education within the within Redeemer, they are looking a little bit more to go out into the community. So, like, would it be fair to say that you're concerned about, like, how the pro-life events or community outreach would be perceived to the, you know, the community of Hamilton or in other... Is that as a fair thing to... No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Redeemer has become, especially after everything that happened last year, Redeemer has become a bit of a a sore spot in the community um, to some people. Okay. So, I... I think it makes sense that we're a little hesitant to to send people into the community when tensions are already high. Okay, so it's so if I have to like just to rephrase kind of what your mm-hmm. your point is is it essentially like because of everything that happened around Beckett's death and like mm-hmm. the backlash that Redeemer uh, received. Yeah. Now Student Senate is more hesitant to approve like community things that you wonder that would maybe like make those ties even weaker between us and the greater Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. And there's more alongside that of even just safety. You know, we can't necessarily send these people or these, you know, yeah, the people into the community if we don't know. Like, if you're talking about something that's so emotional and so deep in the heart, emotions will get high. Yeah. And although we don't necessarily, you know, think that something could happen, it's still a possibility. Yeah. And we just don't know if we're comfortable risking these students' safety. Okay, so then there's also the question of safety. Like, while in the community, let's say um, someone was aggressive towards, like, a Redeemer student because they were talking about the issue of abortion. Yeah. Then you're worried, like, because that that would, you know, reflect poorly on the student senate as well as the university in a way. Yeah. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. so the there's issues of safety. Okay, that's good to yeah. know. The one of the grounds... That the proposal proposal was rejected was this may not be the best route in which to promote this issue. Mm-hmm. Could you maybe speak to that? Like, what other ways would you think that like a that they could go about promoting this issue that they feel strongly about if it's mm-hmm. not through a club? Like, what were your other avenues? Because the the, the the grounds is not very clear what you mean by that. Hmm. Yeah, we thought uh, some about that too. There is um, so tentatively. Tentatively, um, there are, have been conversations around having a pro-life event um, because this does see. Um, we do agree that this is an issue that should um, be discussed in a very, in a, an environment where we can screen it better, where we can keep an eye on it, um, which possibly could have been done within a club. But it's also it's a lot harder then, um, and it's yeah, it's it's a very tricky tricky issue, very tricky thing to to talk about. Um, so it just has to be handled 
uh, in a way that we can make sure um, it is done well, I guess. Not that we don't trust them. That that totally came out wrong. It's not that we don't trust them at all. Right. It's just, it's, yeah, it's tricky. Um, and they mentioned, like, during their proposal that they were already funded. So if they wanted to do things, like, outside of Redeemer, outside of Senate, like, they're they're welcome to. We just, yeah, I don't know where yeah. we would fall within that, right. I guess. Okay. <laughs> but you're saying, like, to be clear, you're not saying that you think the members of this group were seemed untrustworthy or not able to, to do a good job. That wasn't so much your concern. Yeah, that was not my concern. No. Okay. Okay. Fair. Yeah. I felt like one the second grounds was talking about, like, the mental health of students. Yeah. And I am really appreciate that there is, like, a concern mm. for mental health because I yeah. think, you know, it is a big issue. I think just in general in the last even decade or so, like, have, as we have learned more about, like, the impacts of mental health, I yes. think it's just been – it's. It's really, I appreciate that there was mm-hmm. a concern for that. What would you say is your evidence to suggest that the mental health of students would be negatively impacted? Yeah, it's really hard for me to speak on that because I've been working very closely with a certain demographic. And there's only so much that I can then speak to on this without making people feel exposed, I guess. It is really difficult to, yeah, to talk about. But we are within... We are a Christian university, yes, but we don't know everyone's histories, everyone's right, stories. Right, right. Um, and this topic could be extremely triggering for people's pasts and could ultimately end up doing more harm than good for some populations. Right, right, and there right. is evidence that that, that um, issue exists on campus. Like, I guess my question, though, like you said, you had a lot of conversations. And within those conversations, like when, we lo- when I look at the bylaws for allowing of a club, it doesn't seem that they failed in any necessary respect in terms of mm-hmm. in, in terms of the actual bylaws. Yeah. So, yeah. like, if I look at it, I'm like, oh, because obviously the other clubs that were pro-life were allowed, and, like, mm-hmm. the bylaws and, like, constitution that you currently have, which is, like, governing you, doesn't mm-hmm. also disallow for that. So what is your criteria then? Like, if you're not going to use, like, the bylaws as mm-hmm. your criteria, what like, what was your other criteria then? Yeah, the bylaws obviously were our criteria um we um like in what way did they yeah like uh, i guess it's not so much that they violated anything within the constitution or within the bylaws it's just these these other reasons that exist um that we've that we've discussed uh okay so it was it was less of a bylaw issue like they hadn't they didn't actually like you're you're not going to point to something and be like you violated rule number one that or whatever it was just more like (laughs) the sort of the the way it could be perceived in the community, yeah. if I understand this correctly, and then the fact that there are people who struggle with abortion yeah. and now are Redeemer students, yeah. their mental health. And then the last reason was, and I was not really clear what the last reason. You said, like, the reason why we're not allowing the pro-life club to form is because, like, Redeemer doesn't have a stance. So I, I was just like, I, I guess, like, I kind of wanted you to elaborate on that. Like, what, mm. sort of, like, what do you mean by that? Yeah, Redeemer doesn't, officially have a stance on that. Um, I don't know if I actually wrote any notes for this one. Um, Redeemer doesn't officially have a stance, obviously, for this particular. Obviously, Redeemer isn't going to have a stance on every yeah, particular fair, issue. Fair. Yeah. Um, so it's not something that we are necessarily, I want to say, obligated okay. to do. I don't know if that's correct. I don't know if that's what everyone on Senate would agree with. So, yeah. again, I'm just I'm just one member. Yeah, fair. Um, no, totally. Yeah, so it's not, and 
Yeah, it's just, it's tricky. So would you say, like, if they had a more clear outline stance, then would you have felt like you should have, like, aligned with them? Because that was, like, one of your one of your points to saying no mm-hmm. was that. So I'm just curious if that, like... Does that make sense? Like, I'm sorry if I'm, like, not phrasing the question. Yeah, about... no, that would definitely eliminate some of our some of our um, points for rejecting the club. Um, I still can't say for sure that the club would go through if they had an official stance on this topic. Okay, okay. Um, but... So I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering how big of a factor did that yeah. last one really play into it? Because it seems like the other one that you brought up, I, it feels like the central issue for you is, like, it's going to be more around the mental health. Yes. Because the first point that you made was more along, like, there could be other avenues. Mm-hmm. So can you actually, maybe can you elaborate on that? Like, the first point was more, like, along the lines of, like, are there other channels or methods within the university that could be considered for advancing their their cause? I guess yeah, like I, like I kind of just mentioned um, a little bit ago, that tentatively there is conversations around, to, uh, like, around the table at Senate um, to possibly work with these women to um, have some kind of pro-life event. Okay. Because we do agree that this is, like, a really important topic and even just trying to see how we can get, like... Um, like, you know how we have all those little, like, mental health resources? And yeah, like, yeah. Numbers? Like, mm-hmm. even adding, like, a pregnancy center in there. Okay, um, yeah. Something like that. Like, during their proposal, they mentioned that they already have funding. They already have – they didn't need us to pay for, like, the postcards. Like, that would have nothing to do with Senate or, like, their door-to-door stuff. They don't financially need us to do that in any way. So if they feel strongly about doing that, they can absolutely do it themselves. They just – because of the controversy and everything, we just – can't necessarily as a senate or as redeemer in my opinion stick ourselves out there in such in such a way in this current yeah like climate i guess thank you so much for coming this was like uh, a great thing to Mm -hmm. a great conversation i mean in the sense like i feel like it went really well and i appreciate your your honesty and just willingness Mm -hmm. to have this with me so all right All right, you just heard from Alexa, who is the Vice President of Student Affairs. Next up, you're going to hear from Seb, who is your President of Student Senate. So I am Sebastian Caldwell. I'm a fourth year here at Redeemer. So I started in 2020. I am an Urban and Intercultural Ministries Honors major with an English writing minor. Uh, last year, I was on Student Senate as the Spiritual Events Coordinator, and this year, well, last year, I decided to run for Student Senate President, and obviously, I won because I'm here <laughs> as a Student Senate President on this podcast, so. Okay. My first question is um, about, like, your, did you vote, uh, did you cast your vote in favor or against the motion? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the President, uh, as chairperson of the meetings, never votes on any motion. Okay. So, I abstained. Okay, so you abstained. Yes. Um, and I also, in meetings and also in general, I try to stay neutral on all issues. I try my very best. So when someone comes to me like, hey, let's work through this, I'll work through the team. Because I can't do anything without my team. So I make sure that, you know, it's the views of the team that push a motion forward. It's right. not just me saying, oh, I want to do this, let's all do that. Even if I wanted to do that, I couldn't. So. Okay. And if we just like kind of go through the timeline of um, the timeline of events, it's uh, from from what I understand. So uh, this pro-life group um, approached you about a 
approached a student senate about a, maybe about a month or so ago. A bit more than a month. But, but yes, yeah, so, a, a bit a month and a half maybe. Um, and uh, the initial when they like suggested this, your reaction was quite positive. It mm -hmm, was like, oh mm -hmm. yeah, this is, sounds like a cool idea. I think mm -hmm. this this could work. Mm -hmm, These are the mm -hmm. forms you need to fill out. So it seemed like the initial like assessment was like kind of like positive mm -hmm, towards mm -hmm. them. That was there for you. Is that is that correct? Would you say? Yeah, I reacted positively. Yeah. Okay, okay, and so then, um, but then when they like created this proposal and then they they presented this to the uh, club's uh, coordinator, then they were like just uh, there was a like a rejection at that point. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, that's correct. Okay, and so that decision was that, did you have, were you involved in that decision or was that more like the club's coordinator had decided that this didn't fit the criteria on her own? Mm. Uh, no, that was both of us. We okay. talked about it, yeah. Okay, so like at that point, so in that time frame, um, what had shifted mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. you? Absolutely. So yes, I initially reacted positively. I was like, yeah, yeah I mean, Redeemer is a reformed school. Um, you know, I don't think there's any, there have been pro-life groups in the past. Yeah. However, my role on Senate is not to just bombard whatever I think is good. I think I need to seek others' opinions. So right. upon hearing about this and when Adelia was emailed, I sat down with Adelia and talked about this in much more detail, uh, talked with other senators uh, okay. and talked about just what this would look like on Redeemer's campus. Right. And, right. you know, I think my views, because my goal is to shit, like, really support what other people on the team want to do. My goal is right. to just do what I want to do. Fair. And yeah. so I heard the, their concerns, and my initial reaction was like, okay, this is great, but then, okay, there might be something more to why they're feeling a bit more apprehensive about approving this club. And so that's when I decided to, like, I got to back my team. They have my back, I have theirs. Right, so. right, okay, yeah. Right, and it has to be collective. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like the, the process of, like, it's a democratic process. Everyone has to kind of, like, vote on this together. So that makes yeah. sense. Um, was there like input from administration in this decision making? Mm -hmm. So Kevin Johnson, the Dean of Students at Redeemer, is our official representative. I meet okay. with him once a week okay. to discuss various things. Um, we talked with Kevin and, you know, he highlighted to us, Redeemer does not have an official stance on, on abortion. Right. Um, what else did he say? Uh, administration did not really say much regarding which direction we should go. Okay. Uh, okay. And, you know, I understand you know, it was up to us what we decided to do, so. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, I just wanted to clarify that. Um, so f for yourself, um, do you, like regarding your own stance on abortion, um, do you consider it morally wrong? It's mm, a good question. I do support the pro-life movement. I would have a slightly more nuanced view than okay. just the average Christian. Okay. But I would not affirm abortion either. Okay, so. yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that's fair. I feel like there's a spectrum of, like, what people believe in any sort of movement. Mm -hmm. It's like you can say you're a Christian, but, like, there's lots of different denominations. Mm -hmm. It's a prime example of, like, there's lots of different views on exactly what that is. So uh, although the university's policies may not explicitly endorse, like you mentioned, that uh, mm -hmm. uh, pro-life uh, group, mm -hmm. do you believe the spirit of the university indirectly supports such groups? I think it may, but I also think... I'm not. I wasn't really looking at the spirit of the university. I was looking at the benefit of the students. And I think okay. we we went into camera to discuss it, so I can't really go into detail about everything we talked about in deciding. Right. right. Um, 
But we don't know every girl's story on campus. Right. I know for a fact I've had conversations with women on campus who have had abortions. Right. And right. it does leave a toll. Right. And it does hurt them because, you know, there's already this guilt in Christian culture of like, mm -hmm. oh, I sinned, I've done wrong. And yeah. then there's a lot of persecution at Redeemer sometimes about issues like this. And not right. intentionally, but it's just a cultural thing. Right. So, you know, I wanted to make sure, like, I am not here to ensure, like, any woman feel, like, judged or anything like that. Okay. Um, based on our decision, like, yeah. And that was a general consensus around the team. So. Okay. Um, but it it is it is true that as recently as 2021, there was a pro-life group mm -hmm. on campus. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, why has Student Senate appeared to have changed its stance? Do you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, you yeah. did you did allow this as like that's not that long ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Usually when clubs, after they've been disbanded, if clubs approach people to um, rejoin, it's like automatically like, okay, this was a club before, yeah, you can just go yeah, forward. Yeah, uh, this time, since the club leaders have changed, we approach it as a new yeah. club. Um, I can't really say much more on our decision to say no to the club other than we determined at this point in time at Redeemer it would not be needed. And was that in regards to the leadership of this group? No, no, no. I think the leaders are great. I am friends with some of them. So. Okay, so it wasn't it wasn't a question of like the leadership. No, 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 no. Um, it's just about the content of the club and what they went to do. Yeah. Okay, so like then if we're gonna get into that, if we're gonna talk about that, then we can maybe mm -hmm. talk about the criteria that uh, you used to mm -hmm. like the different things that you said like in terms of refusing them so yeah. the the first point that you said was this may sorry the email that you sent to them said this may not be the best route in which to promote this issue and um, what did what do you sort of mean by that um, well one thing that is important to know is that redeem they didn't actually ask us for any money okay. all clubs that are approved by us usually need some sort of financial support right, for us to right. fund anything right they would be running completely codependently, uh, like independently. I mean, um, and for that we saw like, okay, wh why do they need to be a club? Is it just because of the name of having a club? If they would need no money from ourselves, they'd actually, um, yeah, that's just one of the one of the reasons we decided not to. Um, also, jeopardizing the mental health of students at Redeemer, um, who've not only struggled with this issue but fertility as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, I've spoken to women who struggle with all sorts of things and right. I, you know this was the decision that was backed by the team and then also again redeemer does not have an official stance on abortion and we cited the it was brought to our attention that we still endorse the conservative club as a yeah. club and that is a political club too but the conservative club is a club that's like endorsed by the federal government right um but while and the pro-life club is like a slightly different slightly different genre yeah. Right. Well, I mean, the federal government also, you know, supports things that we don't agree with, yeah. too, to be mm -hmm. fair. Um, but I guess, like, to, to kind of to dig into that, um, there is a, a, a case to be potentially made, though, that not getting club status, like, um, yeah, maybe note that they don't need financial help, but, like, to have a club gives you, like, a, you know, you can put on student activities this is an official thing that we're going to do as opposed to being like three people being like, yeah, we're going to run something, right? Mm -hmm. Like it, it's, it's a very different kind of, mm -hmm. 
yeah situation so maybe mm -hmm. they don't need financial but like there is something to be like official mm -hmm. about a club that like does give you some yeah ability to advertise or market an event or mm -hmm. like right i think like even if they don't need the financial right mm -hmm. absolutely and uh we have talked about putting on uh pro-life events uh in the future uh in this year yeah we were going to go through other avenues potentially working with the group leaders right and we're going to be partnering with them in other ways just not as an official club but we will be going forward to do pro-life events okay but isn't that what they were doing themselves like they're mm -hmm. like we're going to put on a, a you know maybe a d debate or have a discussion or have some sort of like mm -hmm. q a about abortion issues mm -hmm. um like that kind of feels like they're not doing anything different than you would do. So mm. I don't understand, like, why they're, mm -hmm. like, they're not allowed to be official, but, like, you're saying we're going to do something exactly what they're going to do mm -hmm. that they presented. Yeah. Um, what it will look like will come to terms later in the semester. I can't really speak to all of it right now, but we, we do want to affirm um, pro-life, the pro-life yeah. movement. And, you know, I, again, the team and I are still discussing how we can go about that. So. Okay. You know, I do notice in the in the questions that you were asking at the meeting that a, you talked about a lot about the substantial amount of time questioning the the or the organizers about the events that were going to be planned and also like the community aspect. Those mm -hmm. seem to be the, the the points that you wanted to to really uh, you know ask some questions around. Um, so would you? Would it be accurate to say that the Student Senate has concerns about how pro-life events or campaigns could be perceived in the greater community of Hamilton and Ancaster? Absolutely. I mean, it's no secret that Redeemer's being gone through the, the bucket in terms of its name in the last right. year. Um, and we were concerned just how, if we're going around, you know, to the community, how would it be perceived? Yeah. So, um, you know, I love Redeemer. And I yeah. also want to keep Redeemer running. So Right. Yeah. Okay. And, and to your point, do you feel like that sort of uh, negative press, essentially, is kind of what you're referring to? I to certainly was concerned about yeah, it. Yeah. Like so, to have to have some negativity in terms of the maybe the community having input and seeing mm -hmm. these things. Um, I guess like I guess my only like question along those lines would be like is yeah at what point do you care about what people the outs like outside people are going to think about um what you're doing if insofar as what you're doing is uh maybe a moral good mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like I from an e from an ethical moral standpoint mm -hmm. it's like you've mm -hmm. affirmed that abortion is correct in this or not not correct and like it's something that you would um not condone like you would say this is not something that's a good for the world and so this group is also aligning with your values and probably a lot of the majority of Redeemer students would have a, not, I would say majority, I don't know, obviously everyone, but I think from what I can gather that it's majority, um, or even the community of churches that support Redeemer probably would have a pro-life stance. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if we take all of that together and then you've like, I guess like how are you reconciling like the moral good of saying like you know what this is something that we as a culture of christians think is actually not good for human flourishing mm -hmm. we actually don't think this is a healthy way for women to be we don't think this is a good thing what like do you know what i mean like how mm -hmm. do you it seems like to me you're you're saying that it look 
that you're saying like the outside opinion matters more than that mm. is that what you're or like I think there's there's other ways to go about supporting um pro-life movement outside of redeemer like there are certain right. pro-life groups yeah. in hamilton that you can get involved in i mean For we sure. have those presto passes just because it's not through the school doesn't mean that you know you can't get involved i just felt like having redeemer's name attached to it with everything that's happened mm. last year may not be the best idea. So. Yeah, okay. So it, it, it was very much related to the incident of uh, Beckett's death and that. Certainly okay. we have felt okay. that, I mean, even, I mean, it's still in the culture this year, right? So. Yeah, no, and it, yeah, I think those are all, those are obviously like uh, concerns um, that I think have to be thought out through as well. That was Seb, who is your president of the Student Senate. Next up, you're going to hear from Zoe and Judith, who are the leaders of the proposed Pro-Life Club, to hear their thoughts on this issue. Well, welcome, Zoe and Judith. So you are both the... Are you guys... Who is the leader? Are you kind of collecting? We're collective leaders, okay, yeah. all, uh, three of us. Okay, Jess so wasn't able to make it today because she had class. Yeah. Okay, so there's three of you, and you are the you are proposing a, a pro-life club here on campus. At a Christian university, you're like, we should have a pro-life club because we don't. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so this is the story. This is the background. You guys are wanting to start this. And so we're sort of like, what led you to want to start one, I think also is like a question that I was going to ask you both. All right, do you want me to start? Go for it. Okay, so basically, um, we worked together, uh, Jess and Judith and me, all summer at an organization called CCVR, which is the Canadian Center for Bioethical Reform. Got it. I always forget the acronym. <laughs> um, uh, which is a pro-life activism in the GTA area. So we were working with that all summer. Both Jess and Judith did four months, and I just did two. Okay. And... Uh, was really cool. We were really inspired uh, by it and just learning to talk to people on the streets about abortion, a very difficult topic. Okay, um, so yeah. when we came back to school, we thought this would be great to bring to school. So uh, we're hoping that, yeah, we're going to try and start a pro-life club. That's our hope as we start the semester off. Um, so we got together a little bit with Seb. We walked into the Senate office and uh, just asked him, hey, what's involved in starting a okay, club? Yeah. How do we do that? And he was pretty optimistic. He was like, yeah, we've got papers here. This seems to be in alignment with what Redeemer would stand for. Right. Um, so we were really excited, actually. Yeah. And uh, we got some stuff started. And then you talked to one of the profs. I forget which prof it was. Because we needed a prof to be involved right. with right. the club. Yeah. So we had two profs who were interested in supporting it. But yeah. So then we uh, submitted it. And we had to also do a write-up, which we made. And we submitted it to Senate, and uh, they sent us back one. They said, this is too controversial an issue. Uh, we will not be standing for you guys um, during okay. Senate. So I think the club's coordinator has to represent us. Right. And sh uh, she was unwilling to do that at the time. So we were a little bit taken aback because it was a Christian school. Uh, we were a little surprised. Um, okay, so we yeah. came into contact with some people who had kind of had experience with this before. And uh, they basically kind of guided us through a little bit how to do it. And they said, well, your next move is probably to come up with a little bit of a write-up about why this does fit Redeemer's um, policies, why this would fit government policies right? and, like, freedom to speech and stuff like that. Um, so 
we did it was like a 10 page thing okay that we had it was nuts uh and we worked through that and we sent them i don't think we sent all of it okay um i think we did send all of it originally to the club's coordinator and to the president and based off of that they agreed to let us give our proposal to senate so that was, yeah, the first or the second step then. This is after a course of many yeah. emails and yeah. back and forth. Trying to figure out where to go after, like, the initial refusal to represent us to Senate, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So then they gave us a date. I think it was two weeks from the email, yeah? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so two weeks was the next Senate meeting. So we uh, were like, okay, that's great. Thank you so much. We were really pumped. We were a little disappointed to miss out on some of the events that we could have started, but that's okay. Right. Uh, we were glad to get to represent. So then um, just last Tuesday, we had written up our proposal and we were ready. We sent it to Senate and we came into the Senate meeting. And um, and then after a couple other clubs presented, we uh, presented our proposition. Um, There's a lot of questions about it. It was a little bit stony cold in there. It's a very touchy <laughs> subject, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so then after we finished that, we they said thank you for coming and we left um and then later that night at about midnight they sent out an email saying three things uh during the senate meeting tonight as um as has been mentioned your proposal was voted upon and you will not be approved as a club this is on the grounds that this may not be the best route in which to promote this issue this club could be jeopardizing the mental health of students on redeemer who have struggled um, with this issue but also fertility as a whole and redeemer does not have an official stance on abortion, therefore we are not obligated to approve a club promoting this belief. Um, okay. So those are some pretty heavy statements to make about, I think, a pro-life issue, especially on a Christian campus. Um, yeah, totally. So yeah, that was that's kind of where we're at, recovering, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, what, what are next steps? Right, okay. Why do you believe so strongly in the pro-life movement? So both of you, like, what what has led you to, to really take on this, take up this issue? So I've, I was raised in like a pro-life community, family, okay. and a couple of my friends had done the internship in past years, and they'd come back and tell stories of people that they talked to, minds that they changed, pregnant women who they talked to who are going to have an abortion and then had their baby, and would send them pictures of their baby and were like, you literally saved this life. And um, just coming to the realization that this is such a big issue in Canada and that there's something that I could do um, myself. Um, And I had the opportunity to do the internship and I was able to have like countless conversations with people, change people's minds. And um, that's sort of what really drew me in, um, hearing the stories from other people and then being able to go do the internship and have those stories for myself as well. And just like see the difference I was able to make. And I was like, well, I can't just stop at the end of the summer and go back um, to doing nothing. And there was no pro-life club at Redeemer. So I saw that as like an opening, an open door for me to go in and uh, start that. Yeah, I'd say I'm pretty similar on some of that. Um, I also grew up in a very pro-life family. Uh, my dad's a pastor, so okay. <laughs> reform circles. So yeah, very pro-life family. We okay. had always done um, the, the Right for Life March during, I think it just happened actually last yeah. Sunday. Okay. Um, yeah. So we'd always done that when I was, I'd grown up doing that, supporting the pro-life movement. 
Um, so I've become really passionate about it. I had done a CCBR week of like action, like just kind of learning about it okay. uh, and learning how to talk to people about an issue that's very touchy. Right. Yeah. Um, so I was really inspired by that and I started bringing it into my home, my friends, my family. And I was like, this is awesome. I want to do something about it. So then I did this internship uh, and it was really cool. And I thought this is something Redeemer could benefit from in so many ways because it's a school full of fellow Christians and your right. ultimate goal through this movement is yes to save lives but also to show people that there is hope and forgiveness beyond abortion right that there is that love from christ and i think that at christian school what's a better place to offer that right so that was kind of my uh hope and intentions in going into yeah the the club why do you think specifically Redeemer needs a pro-life club in the sense that like Mm -hmm. you could join a group from another hamilton you know, pro-life organization that's like, you know, just for the whole community. Like, why do we need one here on Redeemer? Yeah. I think Redeemer needs one because I think there's one needed in different communities. So I just see Redeemer as a community that doesn't, has had a pro-life club in the past. And uh, there's been really cool benefits that have come from that. And I think that as times are changing in our world around us, being a Christian center um, can kind of be a bit of a rock for people that they can be based in an area where people think similarly okay. uh, most of the time, <laughs> and, uh, uh, and that they can have that support from each other. Whereas McMaster, you're going in and you're trying to change minds in a place like McMaster. Right. Redeemer, you're hoping to educate people and then send them out. Right. Do other secular universities have a pro-life club? Yeah. yeah you can so we in. did do like a little bit of research. Um, the U of T, the U of T in Mississauga, um, they have one. York University has one. University of Waterloo, University of Ottawa, Carleton University, and Laurier. They all have pro-life clubs. Okay. That are then they're quite active. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Were you thinking when you were going in? It sounds like you were thinking that you were going to get a positive reaction. Yeah, that was that, that was our expectation. <laughs> well, you were expecting that for okay. sure. And I think that the initial response was also quite positive which maybe took us a little bit by surprise then with the email that followed. When, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and to back to your point, you said that the students club coordinator uh, refused to represent you. Like, can you go, can you kind of tell me what happened with that? Like, what, what do you mean by that? I'm just going to say yeah. what she said okay, sure. um, to us directly. So she said, after reviewing your proposal as the club's coordinator with support of the president, so she's decided not to present the pro-life club to Senate. In the past, the uh, Senate has declined proposals that share controversial social beliefs, and they aim to remain neutral on social issues, and therefore the club will not be approved or brought before Senate. Yeah, based on her, what's your, what would you say to her in relation to that point of, like, the... Too controversial. Too, too controversial. Yeah. yeah. So my response, and you can absolutely answer this as well, for me, I believe the Bible is very clear that pro-life follows scripture and follows what God desires. I think throughout the scriptures you can see that God is a God who desires life. Right. Who mm-hmm. desires to put forward um, yeah, to put forward life in any opportunity. You can see that in the story of David uh, and Bathsheba's child. Uh, he mourns the death of a child before the child is dead. Um, there's other stories in scripture that's escaping me right now. But there's just so many where life is put forward. And I don't think the scripture is ever explicit about being like, oh, God is pro-life. That terminology yeah. is never yeah. used. Right. Mm-hmm. But even the commandment of do not murder is so, I think, is so clear. 
um, if you have anything to add to that. Yeah, I think one of the big things for me um, when I come at it scripturally is um, God telling us that we're fearfully and wonderfully made in our mother's wombs. And um, the fact that he loves us in our mother's wombs means that we have value even already before we're born. And if we have a, like value then, we need to be protecting that life. Right. Because God also values that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's kind of your point to um, her, 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 her idea of that it was too controversial. Okay. Um, I do think, and I, I, I was thinking about some of the things that you're saying. Um, you know, I think to be Christian in the world is controversial to a certain extent. I totally right? agree. Right? Like yeah. there's going to be things that you uh, affirm. Um, even if you talk about the exclusionariness of, of being a Christian, right? You're yeah. saying this is, Christ is the only way to heaven. That's kind of a exclusioning, you know, you're basically saying yeah. it's yeah. like... <laughs> you're telling somebody else they're wrong. Right? Yeah, there is a level of that too. So, like, I understand that it is a... I, I don't disagree with her point that it's controversial. I'm, I guess, yeah, but I, I kind of get what you're saying where maybe it's... that it's, There's other factors that are maybe more important than the fact of controversy. Is there a way, like, you know, Student Senate made this decision. Is there, do you think there could have been a place for some dialogue with Student Senate? Like, you could have put forward your idea, and then they maybe, instead of saying outright no, could have maybe um, talked about some of their concerns? Like, what, like, can you kind of go, how you're feeling about that, and kind of go through that a little bit for me? Yeah. So I think that 100% we could have had, uh, some compromises if they had had issues with maybe uh, any of our events or anything like that the layout of which we've had them we would have been more than willing to talk to them about it and if they had were uncomfortable with anything to change it up a little bit um yeah we are not here to just fight for exactly what we want yeah okay (laughs) we're yeah yeah we're trying to compromise on that yeah go for it (laughs) yeah and a lot of what student senate is doing um a lot of what they bring up is the mental health of students and we um, see the value in that and we really appreciate that from Student Senate for being concerned about the, like, the mental health of the students and we definitely see the value in that. Um, I think we just differ on whether the co- like bringing up the topic of abortion will um, be, be detrimental because we know from experience we have friends who've had an abortion we've talked to women who have had abortions and we know how traumatic it is and we don't only want them to not have abortions. We want them to find healing and forgiveness and um, reconcile themselves, really, with the th- like what has happened and their experiences and everything like that. So what exactly could you kind of outline what you're hoping if this ever does get approved, <laughs> this pro-life <More> club <laughs> would do? Like, what are you looking to achieve? So as a pro-life club, we want to be doing multiple things. Um, yes, we care about the pre-born, and so we'll be doing um, probably training events to train people to effectively talk to other people about the topic of abortion and how to have those conversations, um, which include all different things about human rights. Um, and a big part of that is also resources for women who are considering abortion, what alternatives are, um, so like adoption, um, Christian help, um, yeah. different pregnancy centers that will provide Christian care um, for the whole person mm-hmm. um, rather than just taking part of the problem away. Right. Yeah. And I think that you're bringing something up that a lot of people associate the pro-life movement with is that um, 
most of the time it's associated with hate on the mother. Right. Okay. And yeah. our goal is would never be to uh, hurt the, the mom at all in any way. We're, our goal is to aid both the mom and the child. So whether that means sometimes you have to give up the child for adoption, that's, that's sometimes better for the mom. Well, there are lots of loving families who would gladly take that child in. Um, but yeah, and so pregnancy centers also great, are amazing resources who can come alongside a mom who doesn't have the support or the financial aid that she you might have in someone who's in a community such as a church and, uh, and giving them that support and that community. Um, so yeah, just pulling people towards these resources is very important for us as a whole. Yeah. Another resource we have... Um, is resources for women who've had an abortion because it's incredibly common, um, even with our experience. There's a lot of women who've had abortions and um, women who've talked with people and who have close friends who've had an abortions. And it doesn't just affect the woman who's had it; it affects their whole family, their friends, um, their boyfriend or partner. There's so many people, their parents, that are influenced, and it's really important for them to find healing through that as well. So as I, I talked to Student Senate prior to our conversation, and it does seem that a lot of their, uh, their concerns stems around um, the, the feeling that because there's a lot of stigma um, in general about um, abortions, um, and then to have a pro-life club that talks about abortion but they did mention to me, in, in all fairness, they did mention to me that they were cons- they would have uh, they'd be open to like having a a pro life event potentially, mm. that would be run by they would they were thinking of like putting one on themselves as student senate. So, I, it I thought that was like positive and interesting. That's very positive. Yeah, so, yeah I didn't know that at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's definitely something. Um, did they? Yeah, we'll have to talk to them about that. Honestly. <laughs> but, <laughs> Telephone. Yeah, yeah, I know. Interview style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the the whole stigma thing. Yeah, we we would do our best to avoid um, making it worse for those people because I'm sure I'm sure there are girls on campus who have gone through that, um, or have friends who have gone yeah. through that, and uh, yeah, and like we said earlier, we don't want to create an environment where they f- constantly feel uncomfortable yeah. or they feel misloved um, and not wanted or desired, that's an awful way to feel. Yeah. And uh, so our goal would be coming at this in a loving way, um, never an accusatory way, uh, and just helping, yeah, helping coming alongside those girls and be like, hey, is there anything we can help, like, help you with? Is there anything yeah. we can do for you? Do you have support? Do you have someone you can talk to about this? Um, and then actually, so some of the resources we have are therapy sessions, and I think they're amazing. I am all for therapy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, helping these girls with that. If, even if they just need a friend, like, that's yeah. 100, we'd be more than willing. Okay. Another one of the concerns that did seem to come up was uh, sort of the the way that events, like you campaigning out into the uh, community could mm-hmm. create, um, you know, uh, I guess like redeemer could be perceived poorly um, depending on how well you did that. Someone brought up an issue with, as well as of safety of like you're talking about this with a, with a group of, you know, you're out in public and you're talking about uh, controversial things. Like there could be issues of safety in terms of like, I don't know, aggression yeah. towards yeah. you, which is very possible, yeah. I feel. I definitely agree with them on all of those points. And during the CCBR internship this summer, we faced all of those struggles. 
um, there was aggression towards us on the streets. And, um, like, what do you mean? What, like, in, in what way? Explain. <laughs> Elaborate. The police were okay. involved more than once. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. We first, we are trained to do that. And before we would take anybody out on the streets to have those conversations, we would ensure that they are fully trained in how to um, have de-escalating tactics. Um, we always have cameras on us rolling when we're doing activism so that anything that happens, we have proof of what happens um, for the police, um, just to make things move smoothly mm -hmm. so it's not hearsay. Then building off of what Jesus just said, we always have the cameras rolling. We always have, and if we need to, we always call the police. We never let it escalate uh, to a point where it would be serious harm to someone ever. And do you see that this, the club that you're forming as that would be an important component? Like the fact that you're going out and you're doing this activism, is that an important co component to this club? Would you be okay if this club didn't have that? Yeah, so there are multiple different arms of the pro-life movement. There's the pastoral arm where you're providing resources for women, you're taking care of them. There's the pol political movement. So you're making, you're trying to influence laws, make laws so that it's illegal. And there's the educational movement where you're educating people about what it is and what we do, um, what the pro-life movement does, human rights, um, things like that. Um, so definitely the first thing to do would be to educate the people um, in Redeemer about what there is, bring resources with that um, for everybody who needs them right. or who knows somebody who could benefit from them. Um, and we're hoping to tie all three of them together. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important that when you see something, because this is an issue that's quite near and dear to my heart, it really hurts me because I have like a deep love for like children. Mm -hmm. And to know that 300 are getting killed every day makes me want to go out and do something about it. And having those outreach opportunities um, are a way for me to feel like I'm able to make a difference and to stand up for those children um, in more than just like my own community, but reaching out to other people so they can learn as well. And so I think our hope for Redeemer is that we can kind of give them those arms to be able to do the same. And that doesn't, so yeah, we would love to bring activism into it a little yeah. bit more and going on the streets, but I think our first, first goal and aim is to educate yep. Redeemer on the topic and how to talk well with people about something that's sure. very uh, heavy. Yeah, those things are definitely necessary before yeah. you can go out and do outreach right. in the community. Okay. What What would you like to say to Redeemer slash also what maybe what also would you like to say to Senate? We would encourage Senate and the student body to think about uh, what it means that Redeemer does not encourage a pro-life club on campus. Um, we don't have any ill will for Senate for not allowing it. That's not our goal at all. Right. Um, we still, I know people on Senate, I love them. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I know the the um, thinking behind it was like not taken lightly. So right. I want to respect okay. that and I yeah. want to um, respect that they did that. But I would really encourage them to reconsider that, yeah, you're saying no to this. What does that mean for the school? And uh, what does that mean for people who are coming into Redeemer and they hear this is going on? Right. For the school. Um, so I think, yeah, just giving giving some questions uh, and a bit of a challenge uh, to them to, to maybe reconsider it. Um, but, you know, no ill will in any way. 
I don't have anything to add to that. Um, I want to say something a little bit more directed towards anybody who's had an experience with abortion or know somebody who has or is trying to make a decision. I want you to know that you're valued and the decisions you make don't frame who you are. Christ tells us who we are and we're loved and we're forgiven by him. So if you've made a mistake, you've made a choice, you know somebody else, help them to find healing. There's other options. And if you've had an abortion, there is healing. Like we're totally open to conversation and we want you to feel safe, you to feel protected, you to find God's love um, and find God's purpose for you and your experience. And so definitely reach out because there's people who love you and who want to help you. All right. Well, you have now heard both sides of this debate. So Anne, let's, uh, let's talk about it. As the person who was interviewing these, these guests, what are your thoughts? What were you thinking as they were, they were sharing? Um, I, think, I think my first sort of instinct is that I think that Student Senate could have like potentially had like a middle way. Right. I think that, you know, talking to both sides, it felt like they both agreed that mo- the pro-life position was like their position. Yeah. So it didn't feel like it wasn't, it wasn't a question of like whether or not we think pro-life is right or wrong. That didn't seem to be on the table no. in terms of the question. Yeah. It mostly seemed to stem from um, the reasons they they cited were mostly to do with like the mental health of people on campus that may have experienced an abortion right. in their past. Right. So that seemed to be like their concern. Yeah. Um, and then I, I felt like the other thing that seemed like a big concern was also uh, how having a pro-life club um, that maybe would do activism in the community, how that would be perceived. Yeah. So that I felt like those were the two things that were the issues. I think I think the problem for the, for those reasons for me, I don't think they were sufficient grounds in rejecting mm-hmm. a club. I think there those are some valid concerns, yes. and I think you could have talked about it with the group. Yeah, like if you had sat them down and been like, "These are our concerns. Um, you know, let's find a middle ground. Let's find a collaborative approach." Or even if you said, "If you're going to go into the community, you know, you have to run that by student senate." Like, what kind of, like, pamphlets are you going to be handing out? Yeah. What kind of materials are you going to be handing out? Um, I think those are fair. Like, I mean, for, even for Student Senate, you have to, like, have approval to hand out, to put posters out in the school. So yeah. I think if you're going to be putting out materials to the community, I think having Student Senate approve that or disapprove that is, like, would have been a way to, like, if Student Senate is worried about their, their perception, mm-hmm. they could have kind of gone in middle of the road instead of, like, an out right rejection yes yeah no i agree 100 percent. I, I think we're not dealing especially in in this situation we're not dealing with two opposite ends where one is is very pro-choice and one is very pro-life i think they're 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 both sort of in the middle where um yeah there's 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 no disagreement there that nobody said they were outright pro-choice obviously there's a little bit more nuance to it but um i i think there was there's clearly just some lack of communication going on i don't know um if Student Senate didn't have enough information, or if uh, Zoe and uh, Judith didn't present enough, I'm not sure. But it just seems like uh, Senate made it sound like they were open to having these uh, these different events, uh, pro-life events, and Zoe and Judith didn't even know that 
they kind of you told them in the interview that that Senate was open to it, and they were kind of they were kind of caught off guard a little bit. They seemed like that was something they hadn't even heard of, and so it seems like we just there needs to be some some middle ground met. It's like they need another meeting to discuss. Yeah, that's 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 something that I felt like too. They said it took them like the whole process was like a month and a half, and their only real like they had a I think I don't think they had any like real sit down meetings with like student senate. Um, from what I can understand mm-hmm. about about it. So I, I, it feels like there could have been a very collaborative approach, been like, this is what we're thinking. And then students then it like responds back, like these are our concerns, yeah. right? I, I think that seems like a healthy way to approach, you know, a touchy subject and to kind of find a way for like, yeah, a compromise to be struck. I don't think it needed to be a zero sum game. For sure. Yeah. I was also, I was almost shocked at just, yeah, the, the immediate um, denial of this club when we've seen not only pro-life clubs at Redeemer in the past, but so many pro-life clubs at other uh, secular universities in Ontario. It, it, it was almost shocking. You're like, how is, how is this happening in these places and not at Redeemer? Um, I don't know if you had any thoughts on that or if that yeah, struck you too. Yeah, I did. I did find that really surprising too because it felt like everyone was on the same side so I didn't really get the rejection. It, it seems yeah. like the two issues that I, I sort of brought up were the main issues. But I don't I don't think that they're really strong ethical arguments. Like, yeah. I don't think they have moral, they have maybe, I think they're valid concerns, but I don't think they're necessarily like in the same, at the same level as like a moral principled For argument, sure. right? And For I sure. think, to re- so it's like, it doesn't make sense to me that you're going to reject a club that previously was allowed and then your rejection is not even going to be about the laws like they're like oh yeah it wasn't about the constitutional bylaws and i was like Mm -hmm. okay so like there's no real grounds in the laws that you already have about club formation it's only about this one this one issue and the way that it will appear and i i do think that's a valid concern but i just feel like you could have overcome that concern and then yeah, the answer Every, wasn't con- yeah. canceling the club altogether. Yeah, right. I just felt like we, we weren't really they weren't really harsh on it, and I think they didn't necessarily need to. Mm-hmm. And I think it also just kind of looks bad, and in, in the sense that like if we think of like Redeemer's stance, like um, I have that that email here, kind of yeah, Redeemer University does not have an says they do not have an institutional published pol- position on every specific issue but then they argue like rooted in the reformed christian tradition and confessions redeemer holds the belief that life is a gift from god and all human beings are created in his image and are thus intrinsically valuable so like that sounds pretty pro-life to me right. do you know what i mean yes. so i oh, think like sure. that that kind of like that's the stance of redeemer we're already saying like probably majority of the students would affirm something along those lines you know the Churches that support Redeemer would also support that, so it just feels like mm-hmm. the support's there. I think I think there should have been like a way to like, you know, mitigate, like saying just no. Right. Just they should have just said, yeah, let's have a conversation more. Yeah. Now listening or, or having these conversations with these uh, guests that we had on, was there anything that they said that you that you sort of outright disagreed with that you uh, didn't find to be a legitimate argument at all, or were uh, most things they said? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily see like Seb's position of being neutral all the time as like a virtuous position. Sure. It's only, especially when we're talking about moral good and evil, like one shouldn't be neutral about things that are like 
wrong or right. I yeah. think like picking a side is is like a healthy and like necessary part of life. And yeah. so I think like, you know, I think his position seemed really when he was talking to me, I, I kind of didn't understand. I was like, but you're the leader of this group. Like you have a say in like the direction it goes. Yeah. So that's your role to provide leadership. It's to like support the people that are, you're with a hundred percent. And you shouldn't be like a dictator, be like, everyone has to agree with my position. Yeah. But I think there's a way of being like, yeah, still having your own moral compass and like still voicing that. It seems sure. like a healthy and like a leader should be doing that. Yes. I also think that when he kind of talked about how it wasn't a personal decision, I felt like it was a bit odd too, because at the beginning, the first rejection of the group was just him and the student club's leader. Yeah. So when he was like, it's not personal, I was like, okay, it's not personal, but there was only two of you discussing this. I'm not sure if he'd art, if in that discussion he'd have brought in the other student Senate yeah. leaders I or people. Like, I wasn't quite sure because I was like, it seemed like you two sat down and had this discussion and then you sent out an email saying no. Right. So that seems like it was just like a decision made by you two. Yeah. Which is like fair. People make decisions with just two people. I just yeah. kind of felt like the way he was talking about it was like, yeah, it really wasn't on him, but it felt like yeah, it kind of was. Right. And uh, well, we also know that right off the bat, Seb's opinions of the club was, were positive because the, when they they first presented it just to him, he he seemed to say, yeah, it should be should be no problem. And that's what uh, Zoe and Judith were were talking about. Um, but yeah, then when he went and talked to somebody else about it, then there was a, a change of heart there. So. Um, and I also just like my other point is like I don't necessarily think that the role of a student senate government mm -hmm. is to necessarily come down so harshly on things that are controversial, yeah. right? Like it's not your role to try and like, like I think it's your role to support students. If there's student support, which obviously at Redeemer there is for the, a group like this, yeah. um, is it a controversial subject? Yes, but does does like that mean that we can't have it i don't think that should be should be your role to decide yeah. like just because it's controversial there could maybe in the future there could be bad press around it i mean you're in a christian university <laughs> like being a christian is a controversial position yeah like i don't and i don't understand that you should like i think and if you really think this is a moral issue and like there's a wrong and a right in it then like by some by your silence in some ways you're agreeing with the other side you're yeah. saying like we're not allowing people to talk about it right but then it was weird because i kind of feel like they can they like contradicted themselves because then they were like but we're open to like having a group event yes and I, then that was, was like, that was the confusing part there yeah. is, is the rejection of the club but still they they both seemed alexa and Seb both seemed open to pro-life events happening on campus and then whatever those looked like in their in their mind but and then i think the the other thing that was interesting was like I asked Seb if he like trusted the leaders and he said yes. But then I asked Alexa that question and then she did kind of hesitate and kind of like didn't exactly um, answer me. And then like later on, she sent an email saying that um, it wasn't so much about the leaders, but it was about their so association with this like Center for Christian Bioethical Reform, right. um, which has a pretty intense strategy, I will say. Mm -hmm. And um but even that, I was like, okay, so could you, could you not have like? I think they have they in some of their, their outreach or like their activism use the use of graphic images. I think yeah. that it was like an easy one. You could be like, we're not going to allow that if that was something that, right? Like you could be like, that's not something that Redeemer wants to have their yeah. stamp of approval on. Yeah. 
I think they'd be well within their rights and probably have like some people obviously feel very differently about that use. But I think, I don't think we need to say no. I think you could have just been like, let's not, right? Like just be like filter it through student senate. Be like, yeah. okay, you have to, you have yes. to like, yeah, get approval for this. Yeah, it just, it seems overall like, like the decision was made. Uh, I, I know it took some time, but it seemed like it was made pretty quickly without, without really full discussions like having happened. Yeah. Um, right? Talking to both sides. It seems like there's there are still things to be discussed from, from both sides. And I think that, uh, yeah, it just seemed like the decision was made. Without... Well, it seemed like it was, like, even at the student senate meeting. So I was at the student senate meeting. And mm-hmm. my take on the meeting was I went there and I saw... Um, they, like, everyone was presenting different events. And I pre- even presented something. Um, and then... After, but then, like, when they got to, when they, like, stood up, it just felt like the energy in the room definitely shifted to being more of, like, I don't, I want to say, like, just, like, kind of closed to them. Like, it didn't feel like they were, like, presenting the idea and Student Senate was, like, really open and was, like, yeah, it was, like, like, let's talk about this. Can we flesh this out? Like, it didn't feel like a collaborative. It felt like there's a lot of really intense questions to them about, like, what their events would have and, like. It didn't, I, I guess it didn't feel like a meeting in good faith is mm. maybe my take on it. Like, I feel like they'd already decided no. Yeah. And, and maybe that, obviously that was just my perception. I can't know that. And I wouldn't say that that's like, I'm not going to stake my life on that. That's just my own feeling on it. My opinion, not an argument. Yeah. But I think it, that felt a little odd to me because it just felt like the mood was like really maybe like a, a bit more intense. Yeah. And so then you're like, oh, did they already like, because they'd already at that point have rejected them two times. Yep. So I don't know. I was like, was this really like a meeting where you wanted to change your mind or like hmm. were you open to hearing their side? Yeah. I don't know if I could say that given that meeting, I felt that. Hmm. Yeah, I think. And yeah, I just think like your role in government, I think that maybe is something like you need to think about how. Yeah, your role as like the leaders of this of this like student body you need to be acting in accordance with what student body wants. And if student body as a group in the majority supports a pro-life position, then it follows that you would allow a pro-life club Hmm. like they have in the past, like you were saying. So I I still like, I hope that the student Senate will change their mind. I think there's definitely a way forward to like have a student led pro-life club. But I think, yeah, if, I think there's a compromise to be made there. For sure. This feels like an issue that is is not resolved yet. There's still much to come, I'm sure, um, in between events that may or may not happen and discussions between uh, these two groups. But uh, I guess time will tell. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Was the Student Senate have a right to call off this club or should we be able to have a pro-life club on the Redeemer campus? Yeah. Weigh in on your what your thoughts and opinions are. We'd love to, to hear them. Thank you for listening to Wisdom and Wonder. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Check back next week for an interesting panel discussion on AI with a computer scientist working at OpenAI. And always stay curious.